0: Hey everybody, it's Brentley, and today I want to talk about Project Veritas and their expose CNN story.
1: It's (laughs) Brentley.
0: So if you haven't heard by now, Project Veritas has done a deep dive on CNN. They expose them in a three-part series. First of all, exposing that CNN uh, technical director, uh, Charlie Chester, he was caught on video saying that the network had helped Biden win through favorable coverage, through, you know, I think at one point he even says that they would put like little pieces of of him, like jogging to show that he's like a youthful geriatric. That's not a contradiction in terms. I don't know what is. Um, And then in their second one, they exposed how cnn was driving the fear and hysteria related to the illness of last year and in the third part he was talking about how they did favorable coverage for the blm movement and they avoided addressing the fact that most of the assaults on asian americans were being perpetuated by african-american males Uh, as a result of this CNN uh did not comment you know there's no comment there's a blank uh, there's a total blackout on media coverage I did a little search uh on DuckDuckGo you know if you search for exposed CNN you see stories from the New York Post from Breitbart Free Beacon News Punch these are all sort of like right-leaning uh news sources RT has one that's Russia Today they're they're kind of more neutral but you know it gives you the Russian perspective Um, But you don't see anything from The Guardian. You don't see anything from The Independent, from the BBC, from, you know, CNN has not given any sort of official response. No MSNBC, no ABC, no CBS, no New York Times, you know, all this stuff. Total blackout, right? And then Twitter banned James O'Keefe in the same week They're they're doing this expose and of course they say oh he's operating fake accounts they always have a, a reason but we all know what the truth is right the truth is that all these people are in league you know they they have their little meetings at Davos they have their little get-togethers where they sort of plot their little megalomaniacal agenda and they didn't want James O'Keefe to be exposing CNN in this way so let's just go through some of the stories um First of all, this one from Meow, uh, who is Charlie Chester, CNN staffer exposes networks propaganda and focus on getting Trump out of office. So this was written on April 14th. Uh, Today is the 17th. This was uh, right after like the first day. And this is Charlie Chester. You can see here. CNN facing massive backlash online after a shocking undercover report. As reported on Project Veritas, CNN technical director Charlie Chester admitted that the network aired, quote, propaganda. He actually said that it was propaganda. Uh, I'll show you a clip in a second. To help Biden win the 2020 presidential election. Shocking video shows Chester boasting about the network's role in leading to Trump's downfall. He was exposed after his profile was found on Tinder. An employee of the conservative website, and they're talking about Project Veritas, Then matched with him, claiming to be a nurse, and secretly recorded his claims before publishing. The expose has led to widespread condemnation online, with conservatives slamming the network on Twitter. Here's everything we know about Chester and how he got duped. So, um, here we go. talking his... Who is Charlie Chester? He was listed on LinkedIn as CNN's technical director before his profile was deleted. (laughs) He'd been with CNN since May, 2018. Before that he worked at caliber comics for five years between 2018 or 2010 and 18, he worked as a director at QVC, which is like the, you know, that buying network that was really popular with like middle-aged women before the internet, you could buy things on the internet. Uh, unfortunately he does not appear to have Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. During his time at Caliber Comics, he wrote a graphic novel called Boy Zero. He said, Boy Zero is a tense love letter to all the dime store horror novels and gritty comics I escaped as an adolescent. Escaped into as an adolescent. Uh, Veritas founder James O'Keefe tweeted, prior to his LinkedIn being deleted, CNN technical director Charlie Chester's job description read, played an integral part in the 2020 presidential elections. So we don't know how much of this is boasting, right? Um since his account has been taken down, we can't verify if it's true. Raid. Stop it. Uh, since his account has been taken down, we can't verify if it's true. His role at CNN puts him in charge of video equipment, and as such, he doesn't really have any editorial input. Um, and so why target him? O'Keefe told Mediate that he's a witness to decisions being made and where, who they're coming from. He has full access to the culture within the network and explains on video how company-wide directives are being implemented. So then a unnamed employee created a fake Tinder profile matched with him. They went on a total of five dates with the last one at a coffee shop being interrupted by O'Keefe. Veritas recorded the conversations and presented his most damning claims in its report. Important to note that many of the statements are taken in isolation and the full context of the conversation is not made clear. Without context, many of his claims can can be more scandalous than they actually are. Uh, In any case, we do get some examples of context um, which prove that CNN may have engaged in propaganda. Um, And this is like one of his direct quotes. Look what we did. We got Trump out. I'm 100% going to say it. I 100% believe that if it wasn't for CNN, I don't know that Trump would have gotten voted out, he said in the video. I came to CNN because I wanted to be a part of that. He's alleged to have said in the video. Well, he's not alleged to have said. He said it in the video. You can see it for yourself. Um, We would always show shots of him talking about Biden jogging and that he's healthy, you know, him and aviator shades like paint him as a young geriatric. (laughs) Like our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be climate change awareness. This entire package is about eight minutes long, filled with several such claims. He also calls out CNN on propaganda around Trump's health. We were creating a story here we didn't know anything about. That's what I think. That's propaganda, he tells the reporter. Veritas claims the context is Trump's health, but the clip never mentions Trump or his health. At another point, he said, look what we did. We got him out. Blah, blah, blah. We already repeated that. And then it's blowing up on Twitter, you know, with Donald Trump Jr. tweeting, you know, expose CNN. It's propaganda. Pass it on. Um, A lot of people were mad. Burn in H-E-double hockey sticks. CNN reformer, uh, this is an attorney, David Wall, tweeted that. A Republican candidate, Omar Navarro, said, retweet if you believe CNN is propaganda. Uh, former CIA officer Brian D. O. Wright said, fabricate stories to defeat Trump and then bury real stories about Biden corruption to help Joe in. This is CNN. So, uh, also interesting, Chester made several claims regarding the network's coverage of Florida Congressman Matt Gates. Gates has responded by sharing multiple tweets highlighting the story. CNN has yet to comment on the expose. For you guys who aren't paying attention, Gates has been accused of, like, human trafficking. It's, like, this odd story that sort of came out of left field because he was, like, uh, gay and living with, like, a younger guy who maybe they had a relationship with. It's unclear. He, he like, adopted him. It's a little weird, um, but... It just seems like they're coming after Gates because he's an outspoken uh, Republican. And it's very likely what we're seeing in operation is like, you know, a character assassination campaign. It's very common. So let's get into some of the video, shall
1: we? shots of him jogging, him in aviator shades, and like you paint him as a young geriatric. We were creating story there. That we, didn't know anything about you know we were, so that's that's i think that's probably propaganda think what we did we got trump that i am 100% gonna say it and i 100% believe it that if it wasn't for saying it I don't know that Trump would have got voted out. Our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change, awareness. Do you think it's going to be just like a lot of like fear, like climate? Yeah, fear sells, fear sells. No one ever says those things out loud, but it's obvious. What is it you do?
0: A technical director one step down from director. So you guys get the idea, right? That's from the first video. It's a total of nine minutes long. I'm going to drop links in the description. Um, I suggest you check out the full videos yourself. They're very curious, very interesting. There's a lot of like little editorial snippets from James O'Keefe. He's funny. In uh, part two, it's another 10-minute video. talks about here the art of manipulation. So let's take a look. Gangbusters are great
1: at Breeders. Gangbusters are great at Breeders, right? Which is why we constantly have the death toll on the side. Let's make it higher. Like, why isn't it high enough, you know, today? Like, it would make our point better if it was higher. It's fear. Like, fear really drives numbers. Fear is the thing that keeps you too big. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. No, no one ever says those things out loud, but it's obvious. They're actually doing, telling the person what to say. It's an art form. It's always leading them in a direction before they even open their mouth. It's fear, like fear really drives numbers. Fear is the thing that keeps you tuned in. What actually happens when a network cares more about ratings than the truth? In the case of CNN, owned by parent company, Warner Media, it seems that CNN has resorted to other means in order to keep you watching. What you're about to see is so shocking admissions about COVID, its impact the bias and things that we've all suspected
0: but have never been able to confirm until now so you get the idea again that was the first minute from a 10 minute video definitely recommend it uh check it out for sure and then in part three it's a little shorter five minutes 40 seconds they talk about the uh Helping the Black Lives Matter narrative by giving them favorable coverage. A bunch of menu
1: black men that have been attacking Asian. What are you doing? Like we're trying to like help like with the BLM. Charlie Chester will shock you even more. This time we see Chester reconciling the truth that actually exists compared to what happens in his own network. I was trying to do some research trying to like the Asian hate, like the, 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 the people are getting attacked over there. A bunch of black men that have been attacking Asians. Um, so I'm like, what are you doing? Like we're trying to like help like with the BLM and like, we're gonna like, I mean, it's individuals. It's not a people. You know, um, but that's not good. The optics of that are not good. These little things like that are enough to set back movements. You know, because the the, the, uh, the far left will start to latch on and create a story of like um, criminalizing an entire people. You know, just easy easier headlines that way, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, you're saying that the far left would label a whole genre of people? I, I kind of miss your point. Um, that, like, uh, not the conservatives, I'm sorry, not the far left. But uh, you, I've noticed that, like, you'll get headlines that, you know, might um, lump people together as opposed to. Focusing on the individual. I mean, that's what Trump ended up doing with, like the China bars. I mean, that puts so much blame on an um, entire group of people as opposed to, you know, a few careless people. Right. Like, right. The actual source, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but its it. it, is it is it normal for the media to like so say there's a white, white shooter, black shooter which one are we going to you know like yeah I the longest while like the story was like people were like la- lapping up that it was like you know white guys for like so long I don't remember I haven't seen any about focusing on the color of people's skin that aren't white, it just they just aren't saying anything. You know what I mean? They're just not. All of a sudden, that story loses a little steam, and they just like leave it be. Why? I don't know. I think I, I, it's got to be trends So, like what people will latch to, You know.
0: Again, you get the idea, folks. Here he is technical director at CNN saying straight up that they don't focus on the race of the individual, of the perpetrator unless they happen to be white because then they can put their push their whole white supremacy narrative. They can blame the entire, you know, the entire group of white people even though it's a few crazies that are clearly mentally ill generally in these cases. Mental illness a lot more common across the board with mass shooters for example than any particular racial or ethnic derivative. Now this was funny. One of Project Veritas's reporters caught up with Brian Stelter outside of his apartment and they confronted him. Um, So you can see the the video online. It's a little short. Here we are. We have Stelter, you know, with his little Journalism Matters Now More Than Ever shirt. I mean, that's so ironic. Uh, And he gets confronted by this little Project Veritas reporter, you know, on his way into his building. And he basically says that, you know, he reports whatever he wants and then they kick the guy out, but it is interesting to see a little pushback on these reporters, you know, usually they're the ones hounding individuals. It's nice to see them get hounded for a change. And then what happened as a result, folks, James O'Keefe's account. First of all, Project Veritas was kicked off Twitter months ago. I think back in January and, uh, the official reason I forget what it was, you know, some BS, right? Now James O'Keefe himself has been kicked off Twitter. They were uploading these videos not only to YouTube, but also directly to Twitter. and it's a wonder that these videos are still on YouTube at all. Uh, who knows how long it will be until Project Veritas has their YouTube account struck? We'll have to wait and see. So this is from uh, April 15th. His account was banned, and James O'Keefe said that they are suing. Twitter for defamation because they said he operated fake accounts, which was false and defamatory and they will pay section 230 may have protected them before, but it will not protect them from me. The complaint will be filed Monday. And I, I guess that means, uh, this following Monday, which is, would be the 19th of April. So yeah. And, and his account was no, it was no small matter. You know, he was close to getting a million followers. He had like 980,000 some followers, and what they said was that he was permanently suspended for operating fake accounts, which James O'Keefe says it's not true. Uh, they said that he was banned for violating Twitter rules and platform and manipulation and spam, and then said that, you know, you can't mislead others by operating f- fake accounts and you can't artificially amplify or disrupt conversations through the use of multiple accounts. Now they, uh, you know, I'm on project Veritas's email list. So I get their emails, and one of the things they do is this little thing called Veritas Army, where they suggest hashtags, they suggest links, uh, but that's not artificially manipulating anything. You know, they're they're making suggestions to individuals who, of their own volition, myself included, you know, retweet things and use hashtags. And this is no different from any other you know group of individuals who are interested in something like climate change, for example. We saw not too long ago, I did a video that or Greta Thunberg was exposed using these uh, activist packets where they would do the same thing. They would use hashtags. They would use talking points. And again, this is no different than any other political campaign. They do the same thing. You know, they, they have talking points. They have hashtags, they have links that they tweet out to their people. And they're like, let's get these things going. Let's, let's get these things trending, you know, talk about this on your profile. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now that's totally different from one person, you know, having multiple accounts using, you know, deceptively, you know, pretending to be multiple people and tweeting the same thing in order to artificially stimulate the conversation. It's not the same thing, and that's not what Veritas was doing. Nevertheless, they were banned from Twitter. So to me, it looks like Twitter is collaborating with CNN, and they are doing so in order to prevent further damage to CNN's reputation, which is already in the gutter, right, folks? I mean, the only people that watch CNN are people that go through the airports. This is just a reminder that Twitter is huge on censoring perfectly legal speech, you know, there's just a list of people who are banned, you know, Mike Lindell, Donald Trump, Senate candidate, uh, you know, anybody that was talking about election integrity, they didn't like that. Um, you know, and so they, they ban all these people just for, you know, tweeting out things that they don't like, or for tweeting things that go against the establishment narratives. And there's still a problem on Twitter with, I don't want to say it because it's going to get me nastied, but let's say uh, inappropriate images of children being compromised by adults. So just to give you some examples, uh, I talked about this in a previous video too. Twitter was sued by a survivor of CSAM. Um, His name was John Doe and a video of him and another minor was retweeted thousands of times and viewed at least one hundred and sixty-seven thousand times on twitter and this was you know during the time he was trying to get this this victim was trying to get those uh images and videos removed from twitter and twitter was not helping him they were saying oh you know it looks like consensual activity between adults we can't help you they were saying uh you know all kinds of stuff like this is allowed on our platform it says the plaintiff was solicited and recruited for trafficking as a minor uh reads the lawsuit after he escaped from the manipulation the material depicting him was disseminated on twitter when twitter was first alerted to this fact his and his age they refused to remove the illegal material and instead to continue to promote and profit from the abuse of this individual uh they didn't directly respond and they say and, and the thing is they only took this action when federal agent from department of homeland security uh engaged when he when he got in touch with them directly they claim twitter has a zero tolerance for any material that features or promotes child abuse we aggressively fight online predation and are invested heavily in technology and tools to enforce our policy well apparently not invested enough right so it just goes to show how frequently twitter will leave this stuff up and yet perfectly legal speech perfectly acceptable speech you know, perfectly fine things that people should be aware of, right? Folks should be aware that major media corporations are manipulating the conversation. You know, they're they're accusing it's so bizarre because they accuse James O'Keefe from Project Veritas of doing the very thing that these large media organizations with huge reach and huge amounts of cash behind them do all the time. So this is from March, um, from campaignasia.com. Uh survivors of abuse. Wish Twitter happy birthday and chilling public service announcement uh, a PSA created by Mischief at No Fixed Address and their sister agency, No Fixed Address and amplified by Dean von Muffling Communications, a child safety nonprofit. Uh, they collected chilling testimonials from real victims that are haunted by their images that continue to spread on the social platform. Twitter doesn't allow users to directly report tweets or direct messages containing abuse material allowing the images to spread and cause trauma for survivors. So it looks like they do have an option to display a sensitive photo or video if you click. That says what kind of media does it contain, adult, violent, hateful, or and unauthorized. So there's not an option here, clearly, for uh, material containing images of children. I suppose you could select something else, but it's very disturbing that they don't let you report that. And maybe we'll just play a little bit here from this video.
1: Happy birthday, Twitter.
0: Happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday.
0: 15 years already.
1: Crazy. Feels like just yesterday I was tweeting for the first time. Ah, 15 is such a fun age. I had posters of boy bands all over my bedroom walls. How are you going to celebrate? I remember how I celebrated. Like other years, my dad took out the video camera. I met up with a guy online. A friend of the family took pictures of me like he did most days. He convinced me to get nude on camera. I was groomed to be sex trafficked by a stranger. And then he sold me to a friend for $500. And when my dad put the recordings online... These videos of me as a minor surfaced on your platform. I tried to get you to remove the videos. But you said they didn't violate any policies. I managed to get out, but... The videos of me keep popping up on your platform. When I meet new people, I wonder if they recognize me. One of the videos got tens of thousands of views on Twitter. People don't realize how easy you make it for things to spread. Those are the gifts you left for me. For the rest of my life. Fifteen. Such a fun age. Happy birthday, Twitter. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Twitter. I hope it's a good one.
0: So there's that. If that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, you probably aren't human. So that's the thing that Twitter leaves up. Meanwhile, perfectly legal speech that condemns the corporate state that indicts the uh, oligarchy that, that shows us the truth is torn down Whew. so i apologize if that's upsetting it's very upsetting to me um and i'm gonna leave it there folks uh please don't forget to like the video share it around uh on your social media uh like hit that like button and uh, leave me a comment it really helps drive attention to the channel and helps helps the channel grow uh don't forget i have a new podcast called dangerous rhetoric featuring me and my boyfriend uh we're gonna release videos two, three times a week. And uh, you can find those uh, here on YouTube, at Dangerous Rhetoric Pod, it should come up. Our our little profile picture is a very confused Biden doing math. And uh, also on Minds and Rumble. So if you're on Rumble, check out Dangerous Rhetoric Pod. And I'll be back again soon with another video. Thanks for watching.